0: Hey, welcome to Gunner Trash, episode two eighteen. The son of Rambo. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. How's it going? It's going well. How is about, it? How about you? I'm doing okay. Yeah? Yeah. These are good. These are good things. For the most part. Okay and well. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I mean, could be worse. Yeah. Could be better. Yeah. Yeah. You could be uh, at Mavericks right now playing Magic. <laughs> that would make it so much better. Uh, You know, uh, we're going to have to cut this short. Yeah, so you can... I uh, completely forgot. Well, at this point... It's Magic Tournament Day. It is, but, I mean, you haven't been playing all the previous rounds, so the only thing you could probably do is show up and just, like, you know, like, try to, like, time it just right so you can run over whoever's leaving with all the prize support. And, like, (laughs) as it flies up into the air, you could, like, reach out the window and catch it. (laughs) And then, you know, take it home and unwrap it like the Christmas present that it is. (laughs) So you're saying it was a good day today, is what you're saying. It was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good day. Was today a good day? I didn't, I didn't have to use my AK. (laughs) I just did. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't required. I just chose to. (laughs) There was a point in time today where I wished I had an AK. (laughs) Because there was 44 magic customers at Mavericks today. All at the same time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was like you know, like you hear like the Orkin man tell stories about like different infestations he's found. This is the one where he like he's like, You wouldn't believe this shit. I, I pulled the mattress off the floor. There was a million roaches. Same kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear you. Well I'm sorry to hear that you had to go through that. Glad to hear that you survived. Thank you for your sympathy. I no, I'm fine. Like, it was, it was not awesome, but it was a lot better than it could have been because I had other, I had support, I had a support network there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you didn't come in today because you said something about you're like I might stop in today, and and actually Kathleen said she might stop in today, but anyone like would have been miserable there. Like we had a comic guy, he was like. Clearly pissed off and he's like laid back because he he was like waiting in line forever because there was like a line of people and they're all like, you I don't know which pack I should get and you know, they're all just, right. just in he's got he's his got, comics yeah, in his hands. Yeah, two comics. He used yeah. to stood there for like ten minutes. Ruining the comics with the sweat building up. <laughs> right. And and like one magic guy even came in and like sorta of tried to like just kind of nudge in front of him because he thought he was just, you know, just hanging around because that's what magic people do. Right. And, uh, and he was like, they like had this little mini altercation where he's like, I'm in line, you know? And, and the guy was like, Oh, I was just looking at magic cards. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> it was embarrassing. I was like, and like, I was super nice to the comic guy. I rang him up and I was like, I'm sorry about your weight, sir. I am so sorry. About all that has happened. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should have given him a free comic. I should have. Man. Poor guy. Yeah, I, I did actually think about going in because I've been uh, going through my collection and, and finding some, some missing things here and there. and uh, You know, so I've been kind of doing that past couple of days, just filling it out. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mentioned something yesterday and you're like, well, just don't show up if, until after like 2.30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, man. No, oh, no, it's all right. It's just more of a reminder why I should not be working there anymore. <laughs> it's no, like I might as well be working at rallies, like honestly. Right. Like I care just as much about hamburgers that I don't eat <laughs> as I do about the shit that we sell. And, uh, at least at rallies, you can, uh, spit in it. Oh, yeah. I know. I if I spit on a magic card, like, they, first of all, they wouldn't notice, you know, and, like, it's not like they're gonna eat it. I mean, I guess they might notice that, that it's not in perfect condition exactly. anymore. Exactly. They won't be able to trade it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that happened today. You know how, like, we're always talking about how we just don't really make any money off magic. It's just right. all trade. This guy was in today and he spent, like, he was there. At least 45 minutes. And he wasn't even part of the tournament. He just showed up and he was there this morning. And, uh, and then like he traded for a while and he, and like looked around for a while and he had us look up cards for him. And right before he left, Jeremy rang him up. And I swear to God, the guy said, he goes, man, I spend so much money here. And all he's, and Jeremy was like, he looked kind of looked at me. And you know, like after the guy left, he's like, what's he talking about? He didn't spend a penny. Like all he did was trade. And he was, and like, he had like $50 worth of trade or something, and, and I was like, he does never spend any money, just like 80% of them. Don't you know that magic cards are currency now? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be. He spent so many magic cards yeah. to get more <laughs> magic cards. I know. It, I wish it was currency. I wish we could like repair our cars with that and feed ourselves. <laughs> Well, well, they don't have to worry about that. Their parents probably, do it for them. Yeah. <laughs> they probably live in their parents' basements. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, so, I'm sorry. No. I, I feel like an asshole whining about it, but, man, yeah, I right. fucking hate Magic the Gathering. I fucking hate right. it. It is uh, this is, uh, this is your outlet's <laughs> event. Yeah. You, you don't have anywhere else to do it. I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a psychiatrist right now. Right. <laughs> Brian John Mitchell is your psychiatrist. That's right. That's right. Prescribe me something, anything. I'll <laughs> I'll take two or more and call me in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Brian John Mitchell. He's awesome. But, uh yeah, I'm sorry your day went like that. But, you know, it happened like four hours ago. Yeah. And, and uh, you're here now. Squatter into or- the... We had some beer, and uh, we ate some food, and uh, we watched a movie. Yeah, we did. Yeah. What did we watch? We watched the... Ah, I keep saying the son. It's just son of Rambo. Tangent already? I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I just found out the other day that there is not a band called the Eagles. There is a band called Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Have you ever heard a, a DJ on the radio say, and this next one by Eagles... No. Yeah, me neither. No? Yeah. Uh Yeah, I think, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, oh, I really like eagles or anything right. like that. Yeah. yeah. Unless if, they're talking about the bird. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh No, yeah, everybody puts a the in front of it. Yeah, and, I, and apparently it really pisses off whoever, the guy that's not Don Henley that was from the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Glenn Frey? Yeah, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it really uh, pisses him off, apparently. Wow, Both he and Don Henley can just go fuck themselves. (laughs) Aw, Boys of Summer? Great song. Oh, hey, they made okay music. I can't deny that uh, they they crafted some fine tunes in their day. But seriously, they they just go fuck themselves. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I just like, I like uh, that there's, I like drummers who also sing because Don Henley and the drummer slash singer of Dystopia are the only two I know that do that. Bill Collins. He doesn't do both at the same time. Yeah, he does. Does he really? Oh yeah. He I thought does. he records both. Oh no, he he does both at the same time. Yeah, when he was in Genesis. Really? Yeah. Okay, news to me. Yeah. Wow. So he's up there with dystopian uh, Don, Don there him, Dino from Dystopian. <clears throat> Mickey Dolan's from The Monkees. He didn't do either one. He just <laughs> it was all lip-synced and <laughs> <laughs> studio dubs. He was. Uh, they learned eventually. do it. Did to the animal from from the Muppets sing at no, all? No. He did not sing no, her. Her. Yeah. Well, it's hard to craft such meticulous beats and vocalize. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's others out there. There's got to be. It's others. a rarity for sure. Oh well, yeah. yeah. It's a. It's it's more. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, a well, one in twenty at the most. Right. You know? Dave Grohl. At the same time. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 he's uh he's one of the the ultra rare ones who uh uh famous for both but not together oh yeah They're, that's weird i guess there's probably some others out there they like uh, that that are like that that, right. that have drummed or know how to drum and and also do their own thing elsewhere neil pert have you ever seen that guy do his uh his uh lounge he's act? a karaoke king yeah oh yeah <laughs> His lounge songs are amazing. <laughs> people, people always go on about what a genius drummer he is, but really, it's it's the uh, yeah, the lounge, Jack, and the oh, karaoke. You That's see, where it's at. Have you seen him sing "Piano Man"? You will never turn on your Billy Joel CD again. <laughs> <laughs> he he owns that song now. He Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of did. <laughs> <coughs> yeah son of rambo son of rambo you picked this, this i did pick this one it seems more like something i would pick oh uh, okay i don't know why uh, i like movies oh yeah yeah i just <laughs> like it seemed like it's slightly uh, artsy a, and it's I'm about a kid a, not a matt brassfield type i don't only just watch oh, uh, no no you know phantasm over and over again (laughs) yeah i just feel like it was kind of strange and artsy and it was about a kid and that just seems like something i would pick i like that kind of stuff you just pick horrible ones (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, yeah fair that's fair (laughs) Um, well sorry no 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 i'm not I'm not casting any judgment. I'm just. You seem to be casting some judgment. No, I'm here. a little judgy right now. <laughs> I spent my day with some magic fucks. Let's talk about that for a while. <laughs> no, I think we already did. Save it for the second half. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Our son Rainbow. Son of Rainbow. I don't know where to begin with this other than apparently you hated the fact that I picked it. <laughs> yeah, couldn't believe it. Um, no, I like, I like movies. Yeah. I, I will watch no, most yeah. movies. And, yeah, I'm not surprised you like this. I'm just surprised you picked this. Yeah. I will, I'll, uh, you know, throw a, throw a curveball out there. Yeah. I don't, uh, I'm, I'm a diverse and complex man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree. You know, uh, all about the, everything but the man part. I would well, agree. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> the, that is in the loosest definition <laughs> of the word possible. Perhaps. Right. Right. Uh, okay, I am a very diverse and complex man-boy. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that hyphenated boy in there. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I've got, uh, uh, an eclectic taste, uh, as a, as a, uh, I'm, I'm an eclectic child. Oh. <laughs> like eclectic child, I saw them open for the Melvins once. They're great. <laughs> Uh so yeah, you know I uh I will uh I enjoy things. Yeah. I'm not I'm not always looking for a human centipede two to watch. Right? <laughs> right. Well how many can there be? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, if the bar is set so high every, all the time then the other filmmakers of the world would just you know. Um you know I thought it uh <laughs> I don't know what to say or do now. Uh, should we talk about what we've... I'm always torn. Should we talk about what this movie's about? Uh, or should we just talk about how much it was awesome? Uh, we should talk mostly about how awesome it was. Yeah, it With was a awesome. A little recap. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cause, okay. Uh, tangent. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we should announce the tangents. We should just go into them Uh, cause we're going to anyway. It's not like if I announce the tangent, you're going to say, uh, (laughs) no, stay focused. Wait a minute. Was, did you say, uh, tangent because you wanted to talk about us not announcing tangents and then we're going to get back to the movie? Or was there an actual tangent? There was an actual tangent. (laughs) (laughs) Cause that would have been awesome. (laughs) If it was a tangent, I think from now on, but when we do a tangent, we should not talk about tangents. Anyway, back to the film. I was <laughs> Well I was gonna go on a tangent and then went on a tangent about us going on tangents. <laughs> well that makes sense. <laughs> and now I'm gonna go back to that other tangent. The one Dave Sim did? Uh no. No, that one's just fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> he it's no son of Rainbow, at least. Um it's just about how women suck, and it all started when we let dogs into the house. So, basically his entire career. Yeah, well, at least the latter half. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, no, uh, there, there was, a... Uh, uh, hey, the third tangent <laughs> within a tangent within a tangent. <laughs> uh, leave us an iTunes review. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Even if you hate it. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> Especially if you love it, and even if you like it yeah uh or if you hate it, give us five stars and then just uh, go off and uh, tell us how much we suck in the actual written review part oh that would be good but give us five stars <laughs> <laughs> um no we got a uh on on uh, the league night slash review masters uh Joe and I got a an iTunes review once that uh uh you know was really positive about how you know we don't really talk about the episode you know that we watched as you know how it made us feel and our reactions to it and sort of in the tangents that it takes us on you're right yeah. uh and i've always tried to keep that in the back of my mind because it's definitely worse on that show because we we keep it a short show yeah uh uh and it's like a very specific thing that we're doing uh that tends to get to be, we're just recapping the show and yeah. not really reviewing it or talking about it. We're just talking about what happens in it. Okay. It's so boring. Well, yeah. It's boring to do and it's boring to listen to. I just feel like some of the stuff that we review on here is kind of obscure. Oh, yeah. And, and it's like, if someone's like, son of Rambo, I mean, that could be, that could be anything. Like, I thought it was a documentary before we watched it. Right. I thought it was about a kid that was obsessed with Rambo, which could be awesome in a completely different way. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but it's not, it's, it's a fictional story. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're obviously going to talk about that, but, right, you know, right. we're not going to recap every, recap right, the entire yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that gets a little. Right. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, we, yeah, we do some stuff that, I don't know that it's entirely obscure, but it's definitely well, under the radar yeah, a that, lot. Yeah, you know. exactly. It's not like. We're but really... I, th- I think, I would say most of the stuff that we've reviewed movies and comics are, accessible oh yeah to that for a large part yeah yeah like there's only a couple of stuff that i would think is you know like stuff that we we like i remember fat city like i could not find a copy of that anywhere what was fat city that was that uh jeff bridges oh yeah yeah yeah. boxing movie okay yeah Yeah. uh or you know like a a comic that like has been buried under Mm -hmm. one of our collections for years and is out of print exactly Uh but for the most part, I think we we Yeah. Anything can be gotten through the library or Netflix or Yeah, you can look up Son of Rainbow and Yeah, it's 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 easily out there. Uh this is yeah, it's just under the radar, not a lot of people may have heard of it. Mm -hmm. Obviously you'd never heard of it. Yeah. I I'd heard of it. I'd seen like I think in a comic book actually there was like a one page ad, like either on the back cover or on the inside, and it showed the kid and said Son of Rainbow. And for some reason I thought it was a documentary. I didn't think it was. I don't know why. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But uh but yeah. 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 So uh we watched this thing. And we liked it. We apparently did. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so it's uh it's 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 a weird little movie. Yeah, it's like it's about that whole finding yourself and finding oh, your a yeah. place with your friends and peers in high school. Or Junior high slash high school. I would say even younger than that. Well, I mean, some of those people well, looked like they were high school. Kids. I think it may have been like one of those weird, sort of all inclusive schools, like a fifth through twelfth grade or something. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was. I think it was definitely a. Uh, I don't know if it was a public school or anything like that. I think like, it was a Catholic school. Or right. Yeah. Or, or religious or, uh, school. Uh, some, some sort of. Some sort of school where you wear a uniform. Yeah, and you have to pay money to go there. One of the private, private schools of yeah. some sort. Maybe it wasn't religious. But, uh, I don't was know. but religion played. plays into this. Right? Oh, yeah, hugely. Yeah. Hugely so. Um, but, yeah, it's about this uh boy who is uh, being raised by his uh, widowed mother, and uh, they're part of a very uh, strict religion called the Brethren. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what. I think they're Satanists. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> but then, yeah, I don't know what allusion that they're making to, you know, what, what Mormonism you know. or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's weird. They're like, they can't watch TV and, or and they, any kind of modern or, you know, entertainment, right. uh, you know, or just, uh, like, like, it seems like they, they try to live as simply as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the women wear, Cover their hair and right, the, right, the full yeah. garb that, all basically all you see is their hands and their faces. Right, right. Uh, and uh, kind of astringent that life would be. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Except for the guys, the guys seem to be um, able to do whatever, which see? is uh, kind of bullshit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it all started when we let dogs in the house. <laughs> A great man <laughs> once said that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so this, uh, this very sheltered kid, uh, you know, he's going to this school and he winds up, uh, sort of, just sort of falling into this friendship with, uh, this, one of the school's biggest troublemakers. Yeah. And I love how they got together because it it is kind of like a, a great, uh, just encapsulation of, of, of who they both are because the one kid is in the hall because he doesn't want to like, he's not allowed to watch TV, and they're watching a documentary, right. so he's, like, just sitting in the hall, like, reading. And then the other kid is in a completely different class, and he's, like, he does something every day to get thrown out of the class, yeah. and he's thrown out in the hall, and, then like, that's how they sort of meet each other. Right. Uh It's cool how their worlds, like, yeah. like mesh like that and uh so, yeah, so he winds up uh going to this kid's house and uh he basically gets conned into it and uh <laughs> yeah. the, the the troublemaker uh the, William and uh Lee yeah. are the two kids William is the uh the religious kid Lee is the the troublemaker so William goes to Lee's house and uh Lee kind of is bullied by his older brother a little bit yeah uh, and so his brother comes home and Lee tells William to hide, and uh, uh, just before he sort of leaves to go help his brother for a while, uh, he puts on uh, a bootleg copy of Rambo: uh, that First Blood that he's videotaped in the theater. Yes, and so William, for the first time ever, watches television, and it's Rambo: and it's First <laughs> Blood, <laughs> and and like so, yeah, this movie is set in the eighties, right? Like the uh, yeah, yeah. mid eighties. Early '80s, early '80s. Okay. Uh, First Blood came out in '82, I think. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. There's some anachronisms in this movie, I think. Right. Like, uh, like some of the music that they play, I don't think came till like the later '80s, and like some of the fashions that we see. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, but at the same time, you know, who knows when the this actual movie took place? Because maybe it was a revival theater. Oh, or yeah. Or just one of those things That's where true. like, you know, years later, they're just showing first blood for no reason. Right, ever. But his VCR looked pretty old. The one yeah. at home, he was, oh, yeah, he had those giant, like, uh, <coughs> vertical buttons that lit up when you push, pushed, push yeah. it. It was a top loader. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we had one like that. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then, so William like experiences this movie and it's like his first time doing anything like that and seeing anything like that. And it just sort of kind of blows his mind. It blows his mind and just like completely overtakes his entire world. And like, it's all he can think about at that point anymore is, is just Rambo. He kind of reenacts it when he plays. yeah, And, and uh, draws, draws a lot of Rambo. pictures yeah. Cause he's a, he's an artist. He's yeah. A, he draws a lot. You can tell that like he's, He's always been struggling against, like, his religious upbringing by just being, like, very colorful and creative, like, but in private and trying to hide it from everyone. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, watching this movie just sort of, like, brings it all to the surface. Uh, cause even when he fantasizes, it's all, like, animated and colorful. <laughs> oh, and... those are amazing sequences, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I will say the movie that's, like, when that happens, like, like, when he, like, after he's finished watching First Blood <laughs> and, like, he's going home. And, like, that's really sort of when the movie picks up for me. Yeah. Like, I was kind of disinterested up to that point. Yeah, the, the beginning was, I thought it was a little yeah. slow and, and I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah, exactly. I like didn't so. understand certain aspects of it. Right, exactly. And, and honestly, it's because we're dumb. We're dumb. Yeah. Uh, but, like, even at the end there were still parts of it that I didn't fully understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that... May just be a cultural thing? Yeah, cause it's set in England, right? Right, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but, uh, cause like there's, there's this plot point that sort of comes in, especially at the end where, uh, uh, Lee's brother is called Scab. Yeah like, yeah. like everybody hates Lee because of his brother and it's, uh, it's weird and I didn't get it at all. Yeah, I wasn't sure what that was about either. But it's, it's like a weird, Family dynamic that they have, like their parents are gone, and uh so it's like just the brother and uh you know his, his little brother living in their house, which is also connected to a nursing home that they run right yeah, it's yeah, so weird, yeah, it has like that odd like european sort of you know an un- unrelation to certain elements of it They're Right. well like, oh, I don't yeah i don't I don't know. And then there's like another subplot with like French students. <laughs> it's a foreign exchange program, I guess. Yeah. But, but I mean, that was kind of. It's cool. not really exchanged. They're they're just staying there. Didn't they? Didn't they exchange them though? Because I thought no. they, they announced like who they were trading with or something. No. Really? No. I thought when the French people got there, they each named because them. the main French guy that we we follow throughout the rest of the movie, like the, yeah. the little freckly chubby kid. Oh, maybe it was like they were announcing who's going to like take be, right, be, right. be their guide. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. I thought they were announcing who's trading on yeah, the bus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that kid was weird. The, the Wasn't him Dieter or something? DDA or DDA, something. Yeah. Uh, he, he was hilarious. Oh, yeah. The yeah. scenes with this French guy were hilarious. Uh, Yeah, because he is... Yeah, I couldn't even describe it. He, he looks like a—he's the '80s personified. <laughs> yeah, MTV yeah. '80s yeah. for Solified. Yeah, because he shows up at this like button-down religious school, and he's like his hair is all like two different colors, <clears throat> and he's got like that fingerless glove thing, and he like he has a skateboard, and you know like high-heeled red leather boots. Yeah, and, and he it. smokes, and yeah, he's yeah, he's <laughs> like if you know, yeah, David Bowie raped a Street Fighter character. <laughs> And then, like, <laughs> and that's what happened. Vega. Yeah. Vega. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and for some reason, he reminded me of Johnny Depp a little bit, too. Yeah, like, there's a little bit of that in there. Yeah. But, uh yeah, so he shows up and, like, all the girls go crazy and, like, all the boys are just like, what the fuck is this? And right. For some reason, nobody tries to kick his ass. I thought that was going to happen. But, like, they're all just, like. You know, like impressed. In awe of him. This yeah, guy and following like, him around. Yeah, he's so out there, and and so yeah, he he adds a whole new element. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah. So anyway, so William and Lee, they they sort of you know, it's it's mostly about their friendship, and sort of just have like these very two different kids, like you know, become friends and yeah, they they get together and they like Lee. Is a filmmaker who he wants to be, and he's trying to make this movie, and he rooks William into being the stuntman in his movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, uh, William just sort of takes over and then, you know, turns the thing into them making a movie called Son of Rambo. And it's all about, you know, bringing his obsession to life, you know, of sorts. And, yeah. It you know, just sort of grows and, like takes on a life of its own as well, and it, it's it's cool to see how like the this thing that they create together, um, you know, ends up affecting both of their family lives in a major way. Yeah. Um. It it uh, actually kind of brings both of them together a little bit more with their family. Yeah. Um. But in completely different ways. Right. Yeah. It's it's kind of cool. A little bizarre, uh, maybe. Not in the ways that uh, you know. I think you would think by watching the movie, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> fart, <laughs> fart, fart, shark. <laughs> uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like heartwarming. It is. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, yeah. Like, it kind of feels good, but it doesn't feel, you know, how like you know, you watch a movie that, like I, I like I watched a movie called Pay It Forward. Okay, and it yeah. has like you know you know Haley Joe Osmond and Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey and Helen Ellen Hunt, Ellen yeah. Hunt, um, and it's like S- never seen it, but I can imagine. Oh, it. you know exactly. Right, you know yeah. it all. Yeah, like <laughs> if you if you've, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the movie. And and I swear, like I cried when I watched it, and I, like I was like, this is amazing, heartwarming. But at the like the entire time, I was like, but this is a piece of shit. Yeah, and like it's like just <laughs> so contrived, and like and, like every moment is like. I, you can specifically see, designed in order to to get you to the point right. where you're gonna cry. Yeah, it's coming down the road. Right. The, yeah. the cue of the music, and then like here's the big actor. He's going for the Oscar, and like yeah, it's so cheesy and like it's horrible, but it works. You right. Like it's yeah. like warms your heart. But this movie is like ultra creative. Oh yeah, This Son of Rambo, ultra ultra creative, and gets you to the same place exactly. And, and yeah. I think that is it, so much more of an accomplishment, and in much more of a natural way.
1: Yeah. You know, like, it, like it yeah, exactly. like, it never
0: feels forced when it right, happens. Right, right, right. You know, eh, that was the ending. The ending's a little... A little forcey, But, but not really. Not much, yeah. It's, it's more like a date rape. Yeah. Like, a, you know, like you were asking for it. You, you know, you, you went to the movie, you ate the dinner. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I mean at all. I'm sorry. Dave Sim took over for a second. I've read too many... Uh, No, but anyway, (laughs) no, but yeah, it's like not as, it's not as like, just hit you over the head. Right. It's, it has that sappiness to it, but it's, it's, uh, it's not a disgusting sappiness. Right. Right. Where like you do get brought to tears, but you don't feel bad about it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's like a good masturbation. You know, like, you (laughs) you know, you don't, everybody hates those masturbations that end in like Tears. Uh, awkward tears, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just have to clean up and move on. That's that's what Pay It Forward is with Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> I mean, it works. You get off, but you feel horrible for it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Son of Rainbow was it was good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, it's uh. Yeah, like, it, uh, uh, yeah, the, the the part that I like the best about it, like, is that it is so, it's about, like, you know, uh, like, other than, like, the relationships and everything like that, it's also about, like, imagination and then, you know, expressing it and yeah. being creative. Yeah. And just following, you know, what you have in you to, to do that kind of thing, which is foreign to me. <laughs> but you do creative stuff. Uh, barely. I see you draw all the time. I draw, but I don't accomplish anything. These kids fucking made something. <laughs> uh, and I do like that. I like it and I don't at the same time. Uh, that there are parts to this where you're watching it and you're going with it and you know that a thing is about to happen uh, but the thing that happens isn't exactly what you think is gonna happen. Right, yeah. And so, yeah. like, but, but it still accomplishes the same goal that, that you can tell was building it up to. Yeah, like everything is not announced like two miles down the road. Right. But, but it, but you sort of like subconsciously feel where it's going. Right. You know? And, and you yeah, get there, but not in the way that like maybe like you thought it would. And so, like, there's this weird, at least for me, uh, like this weird balance of like, okay, well, they got there, but I'm still not entirely satisfied because I wanted it to <laughs> go there in the way that I thought it would. I wanted Kevin Spacey to kiss Alan Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cause, uh, uh, because part of the plot is also that, like, you know, as uh, William, you know, begins to grow and, you know, like, like, you know, build this friendship with, with this, you know, other outcast. Cause they're both basically outcasts in the school. Like like they they don't really have any other friends, uh, you know, and again, for just completely different reasons. Mm Right. Uh, and and, you know, as William, you know, makes this movie and, and like, you know, just sort of embraces like his creativity and his imagination. It's also sort of causing this problem within his, you know, religious group. Right. And, like, you know, then they, like, at one point they, like, force him to, like, you know, go for, like, a full day of basically them just lecturing him at the church. Oh, my God. You know, they they threaten to, like, kick the entire family out of the religion. And, you know, it's – so there comes a point where, you know, like, like the entire movie is building up to where you basically want to see, you know – them tell off like the religious leader, and yeah. like you know kick him out of the house and you know spoiler, they do, but you don't see it, and it doesn't happen like like yeah, it's not very visceral right like, yeah like, like 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 there's this scene where like they're they're in the kitchen and the religious leader is there, he's basically thought that he has triumphed over breaking the will of this kid, yeah, you know, and like the mom finally just has enough, and like you know instead of like screaming at him or destroying his. You know, face. Right, yeah, she yeah. She just kind of kicks him out. She, side, yeah, silently. she takes off the uh, the headband and, you know, takes his plate of food away. And then, like, the next scene is, like, he, him he's outside. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's kind of... But, like, at the same time, I was also expecting Grandma, who, like, doesn't have any lines in, like, the entire movie, <laughs> and is just sort of there. And, like, she's giving him the stink eye yeah. throughout the entire dinner. And, like, they cut to her really quick, and then, like, we see the guy outside... It's like, oh, I wanted grandma to just yeah. say, like, fuck off yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought grandma was gonna have a cool line there too. Right? I really, I really did. <laughs> yeah, that lady is awesome too. Whoever, whoever she was. She The grandma? Yeah, she plays like the silent, like, throwaway character, but right. she's got some pretty funny scenes. Yeah. Uh and and I th- I think even like the, there's like like it's super subtle, but I think like it almost looks like you know she wants no part of this whole you know religious thing either, yeah, oh yeah yeah, you know, like like just just little things that happen here and there that like you can barely see, like like it's either she's in the background or whatever, and it's <laughs> like you can just kind of tell that you know she doesn't really want any part of it at all, right. Right yeah uh only yeah, only the mom really does right, and even then, like it's iffy, mm. you know, but I think like you know yeah as as we built towards the end she i think starts to see things from will's perspective right and mom is the the mom is uh is really good oh yeah she was great yeah she uh, was great she's uh she was from uh the only actress or actor uh, that's not true there was a guy in the church you know during the scene where they they take will out of school uh the a guy who was like standing and like you know, giving the speech or whatever. Okay. Like, I recognize that guy. Like, I've seen him in things, but like, I couldn't tell you a name or what exactly. But, uh, the mom is like the only person that I recognized from like anything else. Really? There was only one person I recognized in the entire film and it was Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was an Oscar. Uh, So if we're going with that, then, you know, obviously I recognize Brian Dennehy and Richard Crenna, too. (laughs) You know, both from Rambo. Yeah. Right? Excellent. Excellent actors, all. (laughs) Man, isn't Dennehy a funny word to say? Dennehy. Yeah. Dennehy. It doesn't seem like those syllables go together in that order. No. Dennehy. Dennehyan. It's the Irish. Oh, is he Irish? I would guess Dennehy is an Irish name. I have no idea. I'm so bad with cultures. I don't know either, but I'm just making a guess. (laughs) Uh, but anyway, no, uh, the, the, the mom, uh, she was in, uh, Jessica Stevens. Stevenson? Stevens? I, don't know, I can't remember. Uh, she was in, uh, Spaced. With, uh, Simon Pegg, the, the TV show. That was her? Yeah. That was, that was, uh, the, the roommate? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That was the mom? Uh huh. What's her name? Jill Jan on the show? On the show? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. I would not have recognized her. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. She's also in Shaun of the Dead briefly as, uh, the, the one survivor chick. Wow. Yeah. She looks so different. Yeah, I didn't think so. Like she, like she has a different hair color and she looks like she's lost weight. Mm. uh probably lost a little weight. Mm. I think she was a little fuller on spaced. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was like a little more wrapped up in this movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. That too. That's weird. Yeah. I would not have recognized her. And she's so funny on space. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah that I mean, might like have been this completely different type of character. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, she's, she's, she's an actress. Right. Plays yeah. different roles. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I would never <laughs> have thought that she was, and like, this is no offense to her, but I thought she was like a comedian slash comedy writer. And that right. was it. I'm like, that, you know, that's, that's cool. Right, right. But I didn't know that she did other stuff too. Right. Yeah. So oh, yeah, wow. That's awesome. Fair? Good for her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh blah, blah, blah. It, was blah, blah, blah. it was a good movie. It was movie. A very good movie. I think kids should watch this movie. Oh yeah. I mean I don't know why. I just think like it's got some empowering scenes with kids and like it's showing them, you know, like creativity is awesome and go for it and right. have fun and doesn't yeah. matter it's also not dumb. Yeah, it's not it's not dumb. Yeah. You yeah. uh, see it's, it, it's definitely it's a family movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't think there's ever any real swearing or anything even right. that there's happens no, in it. There's no like gore, or nudity or no. Yeah. There's some some violence but it's all it's like Three Stooges violence. It, it, there's a, a lot of Three Stooges violence but like even like like in the the more like intense parts mm-hmm. uh, especially like towards the ending the the, the climax of the movie uh you know it's it's not uh yeah it's not excessive it's or not anything gratuitous like that. yeah right it's like, yeah. uh but but yeah it's it's like it's like a kid's movie from the 80s yeah it's like super yeah, yeah. or, or super, so super super eight super eight, eight. Yeah. Yeah. super is a entirely different movie and not for children <laughs> <laughs> is that the uh michael Fort one uh, no, the, uh, there is that one too, but no, there's, uh, the other one I was thinking of was the, uh, Rain Wilson, uh, where he, uh, becomes a superhero. Sort of. uh, I don't I don't know, have seen that. Yeah. It, better than the Michael Rappaport one. I haven't seen that one either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although neither of them for kids. <laughs> but Son of Rambo is. Son of Rambo is, yeah uh yeah it's i mean i think it was pg-13 and uh you know uh but in all the right places yeah you know it it works it definitely works it definitely definitely works yeah yeah it doesn't i I didn't feel uh cheated or uh talked down to or No, yeah exactly yeah yeah, it was really good it was really good it's for everyone and like seriously like the i mean i hate it when people say this you know i feel like someone describing like the nuttiness of the flavor of a beer when i say this but um, the cinematography, like, everything looked cool. Like, even just scenes of people walking through a house, like, it looked awesome. mm mm-hmm. Like, the lighting and, like, just, like, the feel of everything was really, really cool. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't know why, but I have this thing. I hate it when people talk about the cinematography. They we just talk um, about a lot on the show. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, I mean, <laughs> we saw viewing movies. I know, but I, I don't know why. Like it's a I, part of the movie. I know, I, <laughs> I know, like, I mean, I would almost rather someone talk about the caterers than, than I don't know why it bugs me, <laughs> but it is. Like, it just feels like people are trying to be unnecessarily pompous when they mention the cinematography. But I don't know, I don't know why. Like, I don't know, because, I mean, yeah, I like talking about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's there, it's part of, of what makes a movie. I think it's just the word. It, I'm going to start calling it the uh, the movie looks. The movie looks are good in this movie. That may be too dumb. <laughs> I'll try to find a happy medium. Yeah, yeah. You're going way too far in the other direction yeah, on that one. That's okay. <coughs> oh, Excuse me. Uh, the cinema looks? <laughs> Keep working at it. Oh, no. you know, you workshop it a little bit. <laughs> make a list. I'm brainstorming. Yeah, I'm yeah. Shooting stuff out there. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I mean, so, so uh, quickly... Have you seen, how many Rainbow movies have you seen? I have seen, I think we've talked about this numerous times, but I'm more than happy to talk about it again, (laughs) because what the hell else are we going to do? I've seen, I've seen all of them. Really? Yeah. Are there four of them? Yes. Okay. I've I've only seen the first two. Uh, Yeah, I've seen all four of them. Uh, I like uh, one in four. Uh, and then yeah. two and three in that order in that order but do you like all of them no okay <laughs> I like one and four <laughs> okay and then <laughs> and then there's two and, and then two uh, and yeah. three exist how about the cartoon I've never seen the cartoon oh did you ever have the action figures nope I had the action figures I had two versions <laughs> of Rambo there was one we had a, like a white shirt and blue jeans uh-huh. and then and like a sleeveless white shirt and then there was the other one classic uh, Rambo 2 first first blood part 2 yeah uh where he has like the scar in his chest and like the bazooka gun and the right. headband, so yeah, I loved Rambo, but I I never really loved the movies. I loved the the the, the character. Yeah. I loved the first movie. Mm-hmm. I think the first movie is fantastic. Uh, and then the rest are ridiculous. They're like cartoons, basically. Uh, like like the fourth one tries really hard to. Bring, bring it back to bring it back to, to where the first one was. Yeah, which is why I also like it. Uh but at the same time it is it still has a level of ridiculousness right. about it. Like especially like in the Gore Factory. <laughs> like Rambo <laughs> like eviscerates a dude with a machine gun at point blank range. Oh man. Or not even a machine gun, like a gatling gun. So now we were talking about this last week, is this kinda like it's not like Metallica recorded in Death Magnetic. Is it that last Rambo movie where no. they're trying to bring it back, but it doesn't work? No, uh, I think no, because it works. It's a, okay. a fine movie. Okay, uh, you know, because cause it definitely like my problem with with two and three uh, is that it is so it, it it turns into the cartoon. Yeah, like like it, it becomes so jingoistic and like you know. Uh, like like so patriotic almost oh, yeah. and just like yeah which is the reverse of the first one oh yeah like like it like it, the first one it's not anti American but it, it's so down on America yeah yeah because the, the difference all about, between the first two is incredible oh yeah and then the third one just takes that even more into <laughs> that area yeah. uh, and then. Yeah, and then it just becomes a kids cartoon, which they did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just becomes more cartoony as a good. Right. But with four, you know, they, they try to bring it back to like the, the feel of the first one. You know, it's very, it's dark and then, you know, it's, it's very brooding and, and like they kind of try to like, you know, have a message in there as well. Right. Uh, but like, you know, then like the action part of it, and, like, you know, it was just ridiculous. It's so like, they kind of melded the Fist Almost, hit. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's also very... Like, it doesn't take place in America. I believe it takes place in Thailand and uh, oh. some real-world place where some bad things happened. Detroit. Yes. <laughs> but it's all, like, you know, it's about, like, you know, John Rambo trying to, like, you know, rediscover his humanity on top of the fact that he is also just a monster at the same time. Huh. You know, uh, like the chick from Dexter tries to like, you know, or, uh, bring it out of him. And, uh, uh, I can't remember her name. Uh, Deb? Rita. Rita. Okay. Rita from Dexter. Julie Benz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she is like, they're like missionaries who are trying to like rescue some, some of their people who got caught in like this country that, and they try to hire Rambo to help get them out. and then hmm. Things go horribly wrong. And then Rambo, like, snaps people apart, you know, with uh, his bare hands. I, and... I remember everybody telling me that it was really good, like Doogie and all, Matt Bresfield. It like, is good. I, I just feel like every time I saw the trailer, and maybe it was, like, the time I saw it, the time of my life that I saw the trailer, I was, like, Ah, uh, going through this like anxious depression kind of thing. And I was like, I don't want to see anything like that. I am it, always anxious and depressed. <laughs> uh, it just, it looks very off putting to me. Very off putting. Like it didn't look like fun, kind of over the top. It's not. Blood. It it's just, not. It, yeah. it's, it, it takes itself very seriously. Yeah, I feel like I, would, I don't, think, it, I would like I don't think I would like it. It's actually really good though. I, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it's good, but I don't think I would like it. All right. But, uh, well, then you stick with your Rambos 2 and 3. Yeah. And I will stick with my Rambos 1 and 4. Awesome. (laughs) And then we can both enjoy Rambo (laughs) 3.5. By by, Jim uh, Jim Jim Rugg, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've actually never seen Rambo 3. I've only seen the first two. Oh, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. It, it It is everything that two is but worse wow like like it is just so over the top and dumb and i remember seeing two like probably right when it came out on video right and i was pretty young and like into like mass you know right, right. violence like that but even then i remember going like this is a little much yeah like i remember thinking that when i was like playing with my G.I. Joe's on the coffee table while I watched it on <laughs> on the TV. And I was like, this is like I can't even keep up with this with my G.I. Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how much like it had so little plot to me that just making toys fight each other right, yeah. had more of a plot than yeah. what I was watching. <laughs> uh I don't know if it's i Yeah, I don't I don't know if there's there's a difference in my perception in them because I Honestly, like, only ever saw all of these movies like a couple of years ago for the first time ever. Okay. Like, I never saw like you know one through three oh, until wow. like you know like three years ago. Yeah, but, that would probably be way different. Yeah. Uh And like the first time I saw First Blood was like on TV. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. But I mean, like, I genuinely like First Blood is a masterfully made movie. <laughs> like. You know, it it, it it it's it's up there with like you know really good classic movies, right, right? Yeah. Uh, and then like <laughs> just how far it turned. Right? Did Stallone? He didn't write the first one, did he? Uh, I don't know if he wrote it, but I think he directed it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I, I was know. I was literally a kid when I saw the first one. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I probably just didn't even understand the themes because like right. Yeah, I probably didn't know. Like, I cannot imagine how. Well, I mean, I can. Like, like when it definitely, like when the action starts, like right. I can definitely see like how a kid could like get into that. Yeah. But like you know, uh, as an adult watching it, and like you know just how, <laughs> like, like from my perspective, having never seen it as a kid, I'm just like, I don't understand really how it could could get into that movie. Yeah. Like I can totally understand a kid getting into like two one. or three. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw the second one first, yeah. and then I, like, went back and watched the first one. And... Right. Because, I mean, yeah, that, uh, the first one is about a hippie who runs afoul of the law. <laughs> <laughs> it gets abused by the system. Wow. Yeah, parts two and three are all about, go America! It's like, yeah. Blow shit up! Right. <laughs> it's like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, so anyway yeah. yeah so this is probably my favorite movie with the word rambo in the title that right. we've watched as, even um, though it's spelled wrong yeah that's spelled wrong <laughs> yeah is that just like for uh copyright reasons they spelled it wrong oh i'm sure there's other reasons for that too it's mm. cute yeah yeah So yeah it's cause like i mean, a kid who had never i mean you don't know, See the word Rambo, right? Just, and you know, Bo has a W, in it. right? Exactly. And, and like they, they actually did get clips from the first Rambo, so yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they worked out a deal. Yeah, they had. They, a deal mean, they had uh, in the credits a uh, special thanks to uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, Brian Dennehy and the estate of Richard Crenna. Oh, is Richard kind of passed on? Oh, he has, yes. yes. No, okay, but he will always have the Rambo's movies and. Uh, Something else. Devil Dog the Hound from Hell in his resume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, good for him. A movie I have seen. (laughs) Did he play the devil dog? He did not. He played the owner of the devil (laughs) dog. (laughs) Well, that's something, too. Let me just say that there is a scene in that movie where Richard Crenna is about to mow the lawn but the mower won't start and he turns it over to look at the blade and the dog makes the blade go. Oh, Uh, It's a must-see, everybody. Wow. Devil Dog, Hound from Hell. I know my next pick. It's a German Shepherd. Wow. (laughs) You know, my dog is half Devil Dog. Really? Yeah, the other half Rottweiler. Uh, Which most people would also consider to be a devilish type of dog. Yet she's a sweetheart. She is. Mm -hmm. Who would have thought? It's uh, it's two negatives making a positive. That's right. (laughs) Just like us. Yeah. (laughs) No, then that would, then that would mean good or trash would be positive, and that's not right. (laughs) Well, I am positive about this. People should watch this movie. Yeah. It's fun, it's, it's heartwarming, it, uh, I, I got choked up. Yeah. 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 I felt, I felt some emotions. Really? Yeah. Emotions stirred. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then, uh, it's clean, wholesome, and and good. It's just good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Better than I thought it was gonna be. There. I was worried especially after like the first yeah, 10 20 minutes. Yeah, or so. first 10 minutes I was like uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. But it it picks up pretty quickly yeah. and, and uh, keeps its momentum from there. I agree. Unlike this show. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we start off with a as like a you know, just a dead crawl and then we continue into uh more like a state of coma. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I need a nap. So yeah. let's take a break and uh, we'll be back. Alright. to get her trash. Hello! We are here! And queer. Get used to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was unscripted. That's just the kind of wit that we, uh... that pours forth from us. <laughs> wow. We, are. S- we suck. <laughs> I was gonna fake, uh... I was gonna continue our fake, uh... uh like, honoring honor ourselves? Yeah. Okay, yeah. go for it. No, yeah. it's... <laughs> You, you outed us, and then I uh, uh, had a massive brain hemorrhage. I think you outed us. <laughs> I just, you know, said how bad we were. Yeah. Hey, I did want to say one more thing about the movie. Uh, one thing that I really liked uh, was that, uh, like, throughout the movie, like, you know, like, like especially at the very, very beginning, it's established sort of that, that Will's father is not around. Yeah. And so like when he sees first blood for the first time like he like just automatically like like starts fantasizing that his dad is Rambo. Yeah, yeah. And so like I was I was worried at that point that like we were going to get this whole thing that like he doesn't have any idea like what actually happened to his dad. Right, and, right. And that like he does actually think that, you know, his dad is like some sort of, you know, like super soldier off living you know in the wild or whatever okay yeah like you know just like have like this massive breakdown moment where like his mom has to tell him that he's dead Mm -hmm. and all that but like he gets revealed pretty quickly on that he actually does know exactly what happened to his dad and seems to be relatively well adjusted to that fact yeah and so i was like really happy that that sort of cliche was like completely avoided well it was interesting though because i'm glad you brought this up because i forgot about this too um it through through uh what's his name william yeah william's drawings you see that his dad was mowing the lawn and got struck by lightning right and killed and then like sometime in the movie when they show like at various points they show clips from the original rainbow movie right stallone and they make a reference to how he's uh, and he's, like, impervious to things like weather and something else. Right. And I thought that was interesting because, like, you know, the thing that killed his dad is something that Rambo is, like. But I that's guess. not what killed his dad, though. The lightning? No. Didn't they say he got struck no, by lightning? No, him? he had an aneurysm. But, yeah, but, I mean, the. Uh, but in the drawing. In the yeah, drawing, yeah. He gets yeah. Hit by lightning. Okay. But that's right. He had an aneurysm. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. they talked about that whole blood vessel thing. Right. Okay. Well, then, never mind. <laughs> good drawings though oh yeah like all the animation stuff oh yeah and, yeah like the flip book yeah uh you ever you ever do any uh flip books oh like yeah that? when i was a kid yeah, yeah. i uh, never was very good at it i don't mean either okay but i tried yeah um yeah i remember seeing uh the first mad Men miniseries has a oh yeah yeah the, the, the trade has it too <laughs> yeah and, uh i think on both sides Oh, yeah. So, That's so cool. like, if you're flipping it backwards or forwards, uh, you see awesome. the uh, the madman dancing and in the corner. See, Mike Allred's awesome. Mike Allred is the greatest. Mm-hmm. He's great. Ooh. Close to the greatest. <laughs> if it want not for a couple of missteps. Yeah. 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 Hi, zombie. Uh, I mean, his, his art, art looks plates. great. His art looks great. Oh, his right? art is always great. Yeah, yeah, even in the Golden Blades. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. His art's amazing. Isn't it? I'll never buy it, but uh his I- art. Probably the best he's done. We put some on sale once and I bought one for a dollar because yeah. they're like $10 cover price. Right. And it's, you know, about Mormonism. I don't want to read about that shit. Yeah. But for a dollar, I'll look at his artwork. Not a fan of organized religions here in the, uh, Gunner no, Trust studio. Not, not really. Not hey, at all. And you're, you're, a fairly. I'm a spiritual religious right, man. Yeah, and yeah. I, I pray every night, but I, yeah, fuck a church. Fuck right. a church. Yeah. I'd rather listen to Slayer and jack off to porn. <laughs> <laughs> See, you also are very complex and diverse uh, man child I, I, am. I am. We are men-child of the highest uh, rank. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's all about the movie. We're done with the movie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, we are talking about animation and and flip books. And oh, I love I love flip books. Uh, yeah, that was. I think I tried to do one once in junior high. Maybe it, it was even like an assignment or something like that. And, uh, like I could just never keep like the pages like in the same lined, place lined uh, up, right? Yeah. Man, if I ever make a veggie dog cider and tree paper it's going to be a fucking flip book <laughs> nice. in the corner. Cause I, that's my problem is like I've never been able to actually make anything that's big enough. Cause I mean, yeah, if you don't have oh, like yeah. 50 pages, it's just why I bother you. Exactly. Know? Everybody knows the more cells and the more frames, the better the animation. Works. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I have animated stuff in Flash, mm-hmm. uh, but that's not the same, and it, it's also boring because uh, anybody can make a a needle of a machine go back and forth in Flash. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I believe you. You, you know, some machines have needles. You know, gauges. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah like okay. a, I, I can animate that needle to go f- back and forth on, oh. the, on the machine. Oh, that's that cool. I'm drawing. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Anybody can do that. Uh, you. I couldn't do <laughs> it. Could with some practice. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know Flash at all before I started doing that. Mm-hmm. Joe G would have been very disappointed with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know the <laughs> Flash. Uh, the, I was like the Eagles. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did Flash drum and sing at the same time? Uh, he could. Yeah, he's okay. that good. He was. P- he would teach himself. Oh yeah, in, could, in like I'd, an instant. Yeah. He could drum really fast. Oh fuck yeah, he'd oh. be the greatest metal drummer in oh, the world. He would like have some blast beats like nobody else. Oh yeah, uh, maybe even too fast, like it wouldn't be able to be recorded. Wow, yeah. that'd be amazing. <laughs> Flash, uh, Wally West, because that's the Flash. Mm-hmm. None of this Barry Allen uh, bullshit. Uh, Let's get into this. Fuck Barry Allen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like any Flash. What? No, no I, I don't like any Flash more than any other Flash. It's Wally West. Yeah. Wally West sure. is Flash. Sure, <laughs> I'm down. That sounds Let's, fine to me. You call Joe G right now. I'm on board with that. And you ask him. <laughs> hey, it's a guy in a red suit that runs really fast. That's all I care about. Yeah, and there's only one good one. And his name is Wally West. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the other one's name just jay Jay, garrick and uh, who gives a shit yeah okay (laughs) no i can give a shit about jay garrick yeah he's got that metal head yeah metal hat metal hat yeah yeah. he's the golden age flash he's pretty cool yeah i like like and uh bart allen should not exist and barry allen should just be dead (laughs) which one died in crisis that was barry barry yeah then he is dead right Uh, no because he's back oh okay who, who's who's, Is Barry Allen? Barry Allen's New 52. And the New 52, okay. the Flash comic, is about Barry Allen. Yeah, that's too bad. Wally West. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> um, which reminds me, if I can self promote for a second, uh, no. uh go to eBay okay. and bid on my Flash versus Superman race, uh, lot. I've got got some comics on eBay. I'm going to do this every week now, so you can own my very copies that have touched my hands. Um, Well, by the time this episode goes up, those Superman flashbooks will not be up. Actually, no, I checked the auction. It's Wednesday night at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still. Ugh i don't know well, what i'm f- doing i'm f- slow i'm lazy well future auctions I'll, future auctions i'll do a few every week here so uh my seller name is veggie doug saturn one word one word and yeah see i'm gonna have my comics in there you can buy some of them yeah but not superman versus the flash because that'll be over right yeah. and also spoiler the flash wins every time yeah because that's his thing <laughs> well sometimes it's a tie because it, no <laughs> unacceptable <Yeah. laughs> unacceptable they have to like stop and save a life or something. And, well, like, sure, but nobody when the win. flash, when the race actually happens, though. I'm with you on this. Yeah. That'd be like if Superman's like, okay, Aquaman, I'll swim you. I'll, yeah. let's, let's see who can, sw- we'll have a swim off. Yeah, it's yeah. like, w- why are you doing this? Superman is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can do all this shit and you're going to like come to my pool hall and play against the, <laughs> the, the guy who's spent his life playing pool exactly. and you're going to show him up. Because you're Superman, you fucking cock. Superman is a dick. Yeah, that is why there is super dickery out there. <laughs> yeah, hang it up, Superman. Nobody, Seriously. Likes, nobody likes you. No, nobody needs you showing off in their halves. No, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. You can out super us. That's cool. Right, but don't outrun the Flash, or don't outswim Aquaman. Exactly. That's their thing. Yeah. That is what they do. They've got one thing. You've got several. Exactly. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the Martian Manhunter has to have shape shifting as part of his powers. Uh, yeah. Cause, cause he has to be better at you than yeah. you at one thing at least. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Superman's like, fire don't bother me. I can shoot under my eyes. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Superman. Superman. Hmm. Fuck you, Superman. <laughs> uh, what else is up? Anything? We watched a movie. Did you do anything else cool lately? Uh, you sounded very accusatory when you said that. <laughs> about, about watching a movie? You were <laughs> like, we watched a movie. Didn't you do anything cool? <laughs> well, you know, I'm disappointed if you didn't. Just saying. Well, I didn't. I've <laughs> uh, been organizing comics. I've been, been organizing comics. That's no, pretty much that's it. Something. It's that's something. That's something, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, organizing comics is just a fucking rabbit hole that you just fall into <laughs> and uh, just disappear and then the white rabbit offers you pills and Ooh. you don't know what's going on uh, anymore. Oh, pill makes you smaller? Yeah. until does this and that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh. <laughs> No, yeah, like uh like like today uh, Charlie Horse. Ooh. Uh like today I was organizing uh uh like like I'm going room by room. So so at this point I was in the uh it's technically the dining area of my apartments, but uh, it's never been used for dining. It's the comic storage area. <laughs> Every room except the kitchen is the comic yeah. storage room. <laughs> Uh, but, like, I had, like, five boxes, six boxes in there, so I was going through those today, and, uh, I got through, got to the, the, the box that sort of was used for, uh, like, just weird, random shit that I bought at, like, Space, and, like, uh, like, small press stuff, and... The good stuff, you mean? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, yeah, just full of, like, odd, misshapen comics, and... You know, just, just weird one-off things that I bought and anthologies and stuff that's like that. All, that's all, that's all the stuff you named is my favorite stuff. I love <laughs> anthologies and I love, yeah, misshapen weird one-offs. And, uh, uh, but there was also some cool stuff in there, like Captain Britain, my, yeah, uh, Alan Davis, uh, uh yeah. You know, yeah. You know. And, uh, some, some, uh, Guy Davis, uh, Marquee, and uh, some sketchbooks and stuff like that. Did you I mean Jim uh, Davis, Scarfield? Was that your uh, Davis yeah. section? <laughs> oh, no, it was the Davis box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was going through that and like just finding a whole bunch of weird shit that I like just completely forgot that I had, and uh, you know, trying to figure it out. Like a bunch of Jordan Vasquez stuff that I like completely um, forgot existed, and uh, you know, just. Yeah, like like you start going through it, and then you like flip through them, and like then you eventually like start reading one of them. Oh yeah, then, you know, yeah, that's what it's there for. Yeah, you're, you're, you're supposed to be doing something. You're 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 there with a goal. You're, you're working. You're, you're working. working. You're you're trying to put it all together and get it organized. And but what's the point of having them if you don't re- reread them and enjoy them? Well, I know that, but you know it's 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 a distraction at that point. Right, right. You right. know, um. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to focus and instead I'm like trying to figure out, you know, uh, you know, uh, how many, you know, creators that are now a thing, you know, did, like did this book that I bought 12 years ago, you know, like I found one of, like those types of books, like I found a, a, a book called Paper Museum and, uh, oh, okay, like this anthology and, uh, like the cover, like had art, right, like, Mike Magnola and like Mike Allred on it and. Okay. But like the inside was like just like, like all these, like back in 2000, 1999, something like that, like these indie creators like just doing their thing. And like it's names now that I've seen on like DC books and you know, and stuff like that. I had an issue of Paper Museum, but it was not the one with like a Magnola cover. I just remember it had like Caveman on the cover, but I don't, I don't remember anyone being anything that was in, in that book caveman what there was uh there's only two books uh-huh. uh the, the first one had like uh uh they had it, like the the covers of the books are set up like people are like in a museum and there's like paint they're looking at paintings okay and like the individual paintings are supposed to be like the represent the stories inside and like one of them like one of the paintings is drawn by mcnola one of them is drawn by Mike Alred and huh then the second issue, I think, had like John Cassidy, Kevin Nolan. But it still had paintings on the cover. Well, I mean, it's the it, it, <laughs> that's the theme. It's the theme. Okay. Is that people are looking at a at a at a museum, looking at paintings, but instead of paintings, the painting "quote unquote" paintings. Right, right. I feel like I am explaining this to like a very small child. <laughs> <laughs> is, <laughs> is it because I'm in my diaper? It, that's not helping. <laughs> I really wish you hadn't shot yourself <laughs> in the, during the break. Uh, well, when was I supposed to do it? <laughs> not here. Oh, okay. I will not change you. <laughs> I don't care what you and Kathleen do <laughs> in your off time. I, don't I, bring it here. I wish I was with Kathleen right now. She would change me. <laughs> she could probably also explain this better <laughs> than. I, I, I swear, I had a book called Paper Museum that was just like a regular cover with cavemen on it doing mm, stuff like mm, having a fight or something. Not, not these. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Right here. May I find it? Maybe I'm going through my comics too, though, much well, like you, because you're trying to sell I'm them. I'm trying eBay. to sell them on eBay with my user ID, which is VeggieDogSaturn. Saturn. One word. One word. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're shills. We're shills. I, uh, I'm a shill. You're a shill. Yeah. Yeah, I got. You're, nothing. you're just telling stories. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I'm telling right. very boring stories <laughs> no. No. about me uh, getting a lot of paper cuts and dust on no. my hands. <laughs> So it was when you were going through the misshapen, odd-sized books. Right. You, you mentioned Joan Vasquez. Does that mean you have the bad art collection? Uh, it's not in that box, but yes, I do. That—that's my favorite thing I've ever read by him. I do have that, indeed. That was—that was, that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think uh, honestly, my favorite thing by him is filler bunny. Filler bunny is good. That's yeah. like a mini comic size. Right? Oh yeah. There's three of them. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I have those. I have uh, "I Feel Sick," Squee, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, Bad Art Collection, uh, "Everything Can Be Beaten." Oh yeah, uh, that was like a mini comic too. Yes, it was. And uh, Jelly Fist. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Um, what's it? What's he done? Like since Invader Zim, is he just like kind of hanging out? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I mean, he probably made some money on that Invader Zim thing. I'm yeah. sure there's some money that was made. Yeah. But I'm not like retirement money. No, yeah, yeah. Not like fuck you money or anything. Yeah, Yeah, so what's he doing? He's got to be doing something. I'm sure he is. I have no idea. Huh. What are you doing, Jonan? Yeah. Do something. Get back to us. Yeah. (laughs) You make good stuff. Do some more. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd like to see him do like another Zim type thing where it's like just him making a show. Oh, he, he did stuff in Strange Tales. That's right. In the Marvel thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did do at least one of them. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's done since... Yeah. I felt like he could write for Cartoon Network or something, you know? Like this well, is yeah, stuff. well, I mean, Zim was Nickelodeon, and yeah. uh, I know that I recall at the time when the show got canceled, like, he came out and said a whole bunch of bad shit about Nickelodeon. Oh, that's not good. His experiences with them just being sort of, you know restrained and, uh, you know, not being allowed to do the things that he wanted to do with it and being forced to put a school setting in the book or in, in the show that he didn't want to have at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And so when he put it in, like, he made it like the worst thing possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, hard. at the same time, you know, I, I am of the, of the mindset that, uh, sometimes it's good to have restrictions on anything you create. It's good to have an editor. It's good yeah. to have an editor. It's good to have someone telling you what maybe you should and shouldn't do to, you know, A, you know... Keep you from uh, just wanking off artistically. Exactly. And also, you know, to to make you more creative, to work around, you know, right. those problems right. and come up with different solutions. Lim- sometimes limitations yeah, yeah. can, like, make you... uh you have, you have to think harder and do more creative things if you have a limitation to work right. against him. Yeah, like I've always, uh, like Warren Ellis is a, is a writer whose work I really enjoy. Uh, I think he's written some of the best comics uh, that have been out in like the past 20 years, like, you know, in the comic industry. Uh, but he's also written some of the worst. Oof. And the worst ones I can always point to and say, oh, those are ones that he just, you know, nobody was telling him, right. you know, maybe you shouldn't do this. <laughs> Yeah. Is that called the Bob Pollard effect? (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bob Pollard has uh, come up quite a few times to myself in the past week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How so? Uh, I was listening to a podcast, and uh, they they played a Gotta Buy Voices song on it, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, it just sort of made me think, man, every time I hear Gotta Buy Voices or Bob Pollard, I just always assume probably drunk Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. He's drunk right now. Oh, yeah. and, and, like, I mean that in the sense that the moment that we're recording this and the moment that you're listening to this, yeah. <laughs> this moment, he is drunk. Uh, but then, like, uh, I found out that uh, he started a, a metal cover band before got it by Voices. Really? Called Crucis. Really? Yeah. I'd I love like, to hear that. It's like, oh man, I wonder if I could use the name Anacrucis for a band now. Uh but then I found out that like some other bands have that uh, name too. So Man, I would love to hear that. I, I actually really enjoy his work. Oh, I'm sure he recorded. <laughs> you think? <laughs> but what if he was just like, you know, tooling around with brainstorming ideas? Surely he wouldn't have recorded those. I'm thinking he might have recorded really he released, released them. six yeah. albums in the month of April that year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, self-indulgence, thy name is Bob Hart. <laughs> sometimes and drunk, and sometimes it's actually good. Who well, would have thought? Occasionally, yeah, uh, not to me. I'm not a fan. Oh. I'm not a fan, and yet know so much about them. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, what's it called? Anna Crusis, Something like that. Okay. There. I might Google that. Yeah. With Bob Pollard. Right, right. Because there's like 60 of them. Probably. Exactly, right. yeah. I think one out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Or really? Is there a St. Paul, Minnesota? Might as well be. Okay. <laughs> I've never been to Minnesota. <laughs> Neither have I, nor will I. <laughs> Yeah, you never know. You might end up there. Yeah, I might end up there. Mm -hmm. If if I end up in Minnesota, something terrible has happened. (laughs) That's when we know to alert the authorities. (laughs) Oh, man. Burpee. Oh, wow. I was... uh, i have no idea what we were talking about i don't know either but uh like like it just occurred to me like uh the, the whole minnesota thing like yeah if you get a phone call from me and it has a minnesota area code you know i'm in trouble what is that area code? I don't how will i know i don't know ah. but but i was thinking well the only way that would happen is if i'm using like a payphone but like payphones don't exist i you know, I saw a payphone I saw a payphone yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I can't think of where I saw mine. Where'd you see yours since then? Uh no, and uh yesterday was Saturday. Why would I be in Cincinnati? I, I don't know. Uh. You're a man you're a man child. Do you do things? <laughs> uh no, I saw that at a UDF. Wow. Yeah, the the one on uh on Linden. Oh. I remember where I saw mine. It's in front of uh uh, Michucana on Troy Street, the uh, Mex- Mexican grocery. Okay. Because I was there the other day, and I was like, there's a payphone. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so weird. You know what I did when I walked past it? Check to see if there's any yep. quarters. <laughs> we used to have... There used to be a payphone in the parking lot of Mavericks. It was oh, yeah. like, it's like on. The, it was like right on the sidewalk. Yeah. I remember and, using it a couple times. I remember one day I, I like went over to the payphone and wrote down the number. Cause you know, I always have the number yeah. and like if I was ever standing by the register and there was like no customers in and there happened to be a person walking on the sidewalk, huh. I would just call <laughs> the number and occasionally they would answer. And like, I don't, I honestly don't remember anything that I specifically said to them, but I would just, <laughs> you know, fuck with them. Right. Like say something like, like I see you're wearing your blue sweatshirt today. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> and then they would like kind of look around and I would just hang up. It was awesome. I missed that payphone. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, payphones, wow. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So you could call me from Minnesota. I could, maybe. If I'm at a UDF in Minnesota. (laughs) (laughs) Or a Mitrakana. Yeah. But, uh, not one of the new UDFs, but like one of the old shitty UDFs. Oh. What's the difference? Uh, like the, the, well, the UDF by Ma- Mavericks. Oh, uh, like the gas station UDF. The gas station, it's big, it's fancy, it's got, like, you know, a little, like, cafe area that you can sit at. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's. Cops hang out there. Yeah, it's like, like, uh, like a modernized, modern day convenience store type yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, the UDF that <laughs> I was at yesterday <laughs> is, like, the, the old type of UDF, which is a small brick building that's dirty and kind of almost scary and drug dealers hanging out in the parking lot. Probably, room. Maybe yeah. that's where they have pay phones. Oh, yeah. Like, direct, direct, <laughs> like they're catering to the drug dealer market. Why spend money on burners when you can just have a pay phone? <laughs> What's a burner? Uh It's a cell phone that you buy that already has, like, prepaid minutes on oh, it. Oh, okay. And you just throw it away when you're done. I get okay. you. <laughs> wow. It's, it's street lingo, man. Man, man you're so <laughs> hip, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh yeah i got nothing else yeah i uh yeah i've, I've done nothing yeah. magic and drawing uh, uh, i'm organizing comics and i finished watching uh all six seasons of psych <laughs> <laughs> nice nice wow <laughs> it's pretty good well there's seven seasons but the seventh one isn't on netflix yet did I do anything fun? No, I I worked my last two days off, so you yeah. And the new magic set comes out next week. Woo! Which is, that's what the tournament today was the pre release for. Right. So next week will be awesome too. Yeah. So basically, avoid coming into Mavericks starting on Thursday. Thursday, Thursday through Sunday, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Stay away. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I've, uh, because, cause as I'm going through my comic collection and finding stuff that I need to buy, uh, I've discovered that Mavericks doesn't have any mm. of that. That's what we're here for. <laughs> we have magic cards. Yeah. And uh. disgruntled employees. That's the two things we have. <laughs> it's really what you're best at. Yeah. yeah. Well, one sort of you know. Leads preempt, to the other. Uh, oh man. <laughs> uh, tell me a comic book that I should read. I think we should read in honor of Alan Moore's birthday, which is today. Is it? No, I have no idea. (laughs) We should, we should read Before Watchmen the Minutemen by Darwin Cook, which just finished this week. Alrighty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that means Alan Moore won't listen to this show then. Oh. (laughs) He's going to be very upset at us. What's, he might cast a spell of debauchery. The the paycheck that we, cut him he's just gonna give to you know Dave Gibbons and- <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> we've never reviewed any Alamore stuff have I don't we? think so yeah. yeah I don't think we have well, he's been brought up but yeah, oh yeah. We, yeah how can you not mention Moore at one point or another? other <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about him a lot next week he is a card though yeah. <laughs> a wild card Wildcats well, he did write Wildcats yes he did yeah So weird that, like, he'll do stuff like that, but then he's just so angry at, like, everything else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh... He'll write fucking Youngblood. Did he write Youngblood? Oh, yeah, he wrote Youngblood. No. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. I'm leaving right now so I can go buy those. (laughs) Rob Liefeld didn't draw them. Oh, that would be a... Can you imagine that team... (laughs) more live build. that's even better than easy in live i mean but just barely <laughs> oh. yeah uh eric turned me on to something that changed my life the other day if you haven't yet seen this google image search Leifeld easy e you will be happy it's amazing <laughs> and while you're at it go ahead and try to find uh his uh the pages of his screenplay about his career which involves the story about easy yes it does uh yeah just go ahead and look for that because it's an incredible read and you get a picture of uh rob latfeld and easy though it's just so surreal it's it's great it's like saying i got a picture of dr gray and stephen hawking together <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're buds of <laughs> yeah. course both uh, stephen Hawking's still alive Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Hmm. Then both of those guys are Uh, still alive, uh, at least. Yeah. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Oh, before Watchmen Minutemen. Yeah. By Darwin Cook. Darwin Cook. Against the wishes of Alan Moore. He's not happy. Yep. All right, then. I look forward to it. Sweet. Do not veto. Yay. I thought you might. Really? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah we'll talk about yeah. it oh we will yeah fuck yeah we will because i have a feeling we won't just be reviewing that particular comic but the entire before Watchmen and and the comics world in general yeah yeah i'll wear my finger armor you wear your beard <laughs> done <laughs> Hey, here's the thing. How about neither of us get a haircut for the next oh, week? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like it's like when the ho- your hockey team is doing well or something. Yeah, or yeah. The playoffs. <laughs> okay. And I Actually, I really do need a haircut. Yeah, I do, too. And uh, let's also make sure that we both give uh, our paychecks to someone else. Uh, oh, of course. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.